When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com, and I'm joined by Ben. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing very well. I, uh, As everybody knows, I'm Ben Bullen. My job is to hang out here and ask you some questions related to high-speed stuff, Scott, I've got one. I've got a good one. <laughs> okay. Well, we skipped over your title this time. Oh, yeah. Video yeah. writer. Video writer. Ben's mm-hmm. a video writer here. Thank you. Yeah, and well, you're an auto editor. I meant to get it in there, but I just I breezed oh, right no, over it. Sorry no, about no. that. And everybody else, welcome to the show. You're our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds kind of weird. Uh, that's, uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's accurate. Well, well yeah, and, yeah. And we do love the listeners. Yeah. So um, the question that I have today uh, actually relates back to an earlier podcast We've talked a lot about the importance of weight to power ratio mm-hmm. in this in this podcast. And if you recall, you spun a very interesting tale for me one day and for our listeners about a car from Volkswagen that only had room for one liter of gas. Yeah, that's right. That was the uh, the. It's actually a car that's been around for a while. It was a, mm-hmm. it was in 2002. They came out with a vehicle called. Well, it's just simply called the one liter car. The one liter. And the idea was that the one liter was the amount, or one liter was the amount of fuel that it took to operate the car for 100 kilometers. Hmm. And that amounts to, if you want to translate that out, I've got a note here that I've been keeping on my desk since I've started here. Oh wow! Because I've been interested in this car for a long time, so I pulled this out. It's all wrinkled up and everything, but mm-hmm. uh, one liter um, per 100 kilometers that equals out to, I believe, it's 235 miles per gallon. 235. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm going to have to double check my math sure. on this because I just scribbled it down, you know. But a long even time if it's ago. approximate. It's approximate. We're talking about a, a car that gets 235 miles per gallon. That's unbelievable. That really is. Now, there's, you know, new claims that, you know, the, the Volt gets uh, 235 based on the EPA's new mm-hmm. set of rules, et cetera. But as we've a, covered before, yeah. that can be different. Yeah, and this yeah. is this exactly right. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, this car. If if you look it up online, it's again it's Volkswagen's one liter car. 
Um, it's shaped like a bullet. It's really, it's long, low, mm-hmm. you know, very narrow uh, because the seating is tandem. Uh, it means that the passenger sits immediately behind the driver. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a jet fighter setup, you know, where the, there's a canopy with a you know, bubble top and everything. It looks really cool. That's cool. But the problem with the Volkswagen one liter car was that it was made out of materials that were just, you know, unable uh, unable to be manufactured, mass produced. Oh, like um, carbon fiber? Yeah, well, yeah, it was carbon fiber. It was um, something else, actually. It was called, um, it's, it's the, the technical term for it is CF, well, not technical term, the, uh, the acronym for it is CFRB, but that stands for Carbon Fiber Reinforced Body. Mm, and okay. apparently that was too, you know, too complex at the time or too costly in order to, mm-hmm. uh, to implement. And it was just really a, an exercise in, um, you know, just trying to get something uh, extremely efficient, maybe an idea for future vehicles that may be something like this, but not exactly like this. Because um, the original concept, the, the first vehicle, mm-hmm. as far as I know, was was only driven once on the roads, or there was one major test of this vehicle that was uh, was publicized or, or made made public. And that was, um, again, back in 2002, it was uh, Dr. Ferdinand Piech. Uh, in 2002, he was the... Um, he was a VW Group chairman at the time, and on the eve of his retirement, he drove this car from uh, his office in Wolfsburg to Hamburg, and he averaged, I think it was 43.5 miles per hour on this trip, and the average miles per gallon in the car at that mm-hmm. low speed was 317.4 miles per gallon. So he actually averaged better than what we were talking. That's amazing. That is amazing. Um, so this is an extremely sleek, mm-hmm. um, extremely efficient vehicle. And the reason it was so sleek and efficient is it had it had a it had a 0.3 liter turbo diesel engine. Um, it only had I think it was eight and a half horsepower, so it's not a real fast car by any means. It's right. just you know it's just getting up to speed, but it is extremely slippery. It's aerodynamic. It had low rolling resistance tires. Mm-hmm. Um, it just had everything in place that it needed to have uh, for efficiency, and that's what it was all about. Well, when he got out of the car, I guess he he announced that they're not really going to build this car. What? So, I know. Because I, I, I love the design. I really think it's a cool design. Yeah, you've been excited about this I have. for a while. I, I think it's an interesting design. I really mm-hmm. like it a lot. Um, so this one liter car has had an interesting design. He said, we're not going to build it, but maybe ideas from this will be implemented on a two liter car instead of a one liter car. Okay. Um, so, the, you know, the... Uh, the, the bar got lowered a little bit there at that point. That, you sure. know, we'll make a two-liter car, so that means that you'll cut that mileage in half, basically. Um, so you're down to, what is it, 115 miles per gallon, yeah. roughly, something yeah. like that. Still ambitious. Um, and if they can keep some of those design elements, that's really cool. That's a good idea. Well, there's some good news recently. Um, in Frankfurt, they unveiled a new version of the one-liter car. It's called, oddly enough, the, the L1. So, okay, now tell me they did not make it a two-liter car and call it the L1. No, they did not. It's still, it's, now actually, it's 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 a little off. The numbers are a little off, and it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of strange because it's like you're, maybe they're rounding down. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what's going on. But um, <laughs> it's now one, really, the true numbers are um, 1.38 liters per 100 kilometers traveled. Oh, well, the L1.38 sounds weird. So yeah, I know. That's a little I, strange. So I, think they, a, I think they made a good decision. I do too, but that equals, if, and I'm going by the, uh, the press release, the Volkswagen mm-hmm. press release. There's a lot of, before we get into this, because I'll just go through the, the stats on this thing really quickly. Okay. I, won't, I won't make it last long. But, I love the um, numbers. They, um, 
VW released a press release, and it's got all these numbers, and they're all in um, kilometers and, and kilograms and uh, newton meters, et cetera. So um, I did the conversions myself. Oh, if thank you. On, you. you <laughs> I would have been lost. If you go on to, if you go on to, to any blog right now, you're going to find, I don't know how this happens, but uh, I guess everybody's using different conversion calculators. Sure. The numbers are a little bit off. They're all about ballpark the same, but I'll give you the numbers that come straight from the press release, okay? Yes. So this latest car that was released in uh, early September in Frankfurt, it's called the L1. It's a concept car, but uh, they're, they're hinting at production. It uh, The consumption now is 1.38 liters per 100 kilometers traveled, so that equals 170 miles per gallon. That's awesome. 170. So they didn't, uh, you remember I said they lowered the bar on the last mm-hmm. one and said maybe it'll be two liters. Not quite true. So um, we're back up to 170 miles per gallon. This is a full hybrid car. Um, it has it. It does have an electric motor, mm-hmm. and it has a unique, um, a, a brand new transmission. It has a um, a seven speed DSG transmission, which is a dual clutch transmission. Apparently, it's really smooth, really advanced. It's really intelligent. It, mm-hmm. it um, makes a lot of decisions for you that you don't have to make. Really, um, it's a it's a really smart automatic transmission. Are the seats still tandem? They are. They are, and I love the design of this thing, by the way. Yeah. You know what? You bring up a good point. The design, pretty close to the original. Okay. It's pretty close. It's a little more angular. It's not quite as rounded as the original was, and, of course, this one is painted and, and pretty. The other one was um, just not raw carbon fiber, but it looked mm-hmm. like it. It was black, kind of a green color. Um, this one is a lot more refined, a lot more ready for the press. It had, you know, working front. I think the other one might have had headlights too, but um, this one just seems real refined. It's got cameras in place instead of rearview mirrors. Hmm, uh, that's okay. for wind, resi- you know, wind yeah. drag. And you can't see out the back anyways. That's where the motor is in the back. So um, it's really sleek. It's like a bullet. It's really, really cool. The, the reason I ask about the seats, you know, it is a design question rather than uh, one uh, of pure style because it seems like they couldn't reach – the 170 mark without having preserved most of the design. Correct. It's it's a you'll find if you if you look at a photo of the uh, the Volkswagen L1 concept, it is a it's an extremely long, low and narrow car. Okay. Um, it's really it's 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 like a bullet again. I yeah. mean, same similar shape. Um, you'll recognize it from the the original. You you know they're cousins, I guess, of the same right, vehicle right. or whatever. Um, but it's re- it's extremely extremely narrow because of that tandem seating and mm-hmm. that's to take advantage of you know the aerodynamics of the vehicle now yeah. they say that it's uh, as long as i think they compare it to a volkswagen fox which we don't have here in the united Mm-mm. states anymore that's an import it's, yeah it is but um it's uh it's also as low as a, uh, a lamborghini musilago i think is what they said really um, so it's extremely low i've seen i've seen some of the press members standing next to it and i probably mm-hmm. screwed up the name of that lamborghini by the way I do that on all those names. The important thing is whether or not <laughs> this L1 has cup holders. Yeah, that's apparently. Right. So my pronunciation isn't quite as important as what you're saying. That's that's fine. But it's a, if, if you get the idea that you know a Lamborghini is is pretty low, yes, right? I mean, yeah. you understand that. This is a really narrow, long car, but mm-hmm. um, so it doesn't have the width of a Lamborghini. But it's about that high, a little bit higher maybe. Um, so you're getting an idea of the proportion of it, and it does have this really cool single piece canopy top that opens up. It's a big hinged canopy. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's really a cool car, man. I, I like the design of this a lo- an awful lot. Now, I know that you would totally buy one of these. You know what? I would. I definitely would. Um, I don't think, and you know, we still have to go through the numbers yes, on this yes. thing, but, but I, don't think that, uh, I don't think it's slated for U.S. production at this point. I think it's only slated for, they're, they're hinting at a European market, an Asian market for this thing. Mm-hmm. I, I 
don't think that it's going to come to the United States, at least not right away. Right. They probably we're probably looking at at least several years. Yeah, and after it comes out. Yeah, and if then even I mean somebody yeah. might import them. Um, you know, that's always a possibility. Um, but I, I don't know what would hold it back exactly. I'm not sure. Right. I don't know if it's size. I don't know if it's bumper height. I don't mm-hmm. know what what would what would stop this. But you know, when they make cars out of composites like this, and they make um, you know, typically they build safety cells in them. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not 100 sure on this one. I'm 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 sure though that Volkswagen has engineered safety into this car. Right. You know, with that in mind, the, the passengers in mind. Um, oftentimes, you'll find that these cars are safer than than much bigger cars. Um, you know they have less mass, of course, but uh, sure. they're you know you're you're enclosed in something that's very very strong. I I want to ask about the rest of the numbers because oh, yeah. is that okay? Yeah, that's I fine. feel like I kind of cut you off with the no no I I led us a different direction. Yeah. I led us a different direction there, but um, I'll, I'll just quickly go through them and hit me with some more questions. All right, okay. Sure, sure. So so um, fuel consumption we talked about that 170 miles per gallon is what it equals. Uh, the body weight now this is where um, you remember that. Was it carbon fiber reinforced yes. plastic? Is that right? Yeah. Um, the body weight is only 273.4 pounds. That's the entire body. And that includes the seats. That's all in- included. Um, That's nuts. Yeah, it's really nuts. It's a it's a super low weight vehicle. In fact, the total vehicle weight is 837.8 pounds. They, they have it in kilometer, uh, kilograms, rather, mm-hmm. 380 kilograms. That's 837.8 pounds, which VW points out is about the same weight as a good touring motorcycle. Wow. I know. That's amazing. Now, you think about those big motorcycles. They're pretty big, pretty yeah, heavy, yeah. a lot of metal. But you're not talking about a car that's fully enclosed with, you know, well, you can have two people on a touring motorcycle, of course. But mm-hmm. um, I found that amazing that the weight of this vehicle, when you see it, you realize just how big this thing is. You can kind of get an idea for how much weight they're saving in this thing. Right. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, top speed, 99.4 miles per not bad hour, at all. Which is not bad. 99.4 miles per hour. So just under 100 miles yeah. uh, per hour. That's because, again, of the aerodynamics. And it's not going to get there very quickly. Right. Um, I think I saw 0 to 60, they, again, 0 to 62 miles per uh, miles per hour uh, because that's 100 kilometers per hour. <laughs> right. Um, somewhere in the neighborhood of like 14.3, 14.4 seconds. Okay. So it picks up not quite as quickly <laughs> yeah that's right it's not not quite as quick as you might uh, right. might want um it does have two different modes though it has an eco mode and it has a sport mode and i believe even in the sport mode i think is when they're talking about that that low uh zero to 60 so uh, right okay eco mode is of course the most fuel efficient mode and that that number of 99 uh miles per hour comes probably from sport mode i would think so and it again in sport mode the horsepower with the combined, you know, the combined powers is 39 horsepower. That's right about 39 horsepower. Okay. And in eco mode, it's producing right about 27 horsepower. And I don't know if I mentioned this or not. The uh, the new engine, it's not a 0.3 liter engine like the other one. It's a 0.8. So it's 0.8, uh, 0.8 liters. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a, again, turbo diesel engine. It's the smallest diesel engine that VW's ever produced for a production car. And it's a two-cylinder diesel engine. Um, has it, of course, uses a motor, and I mentioned the, the transmission before as well, and a lithium-ion battery. So it's it's got some advanced technology. Yeah. It is a full hybrid, so it can be powered by electric alone mm-hmm. at times. Uh, usually, it's it's in uh, involved in an assist though with the with the motor. Can I be completely honest with you? Yeah, I want one so bad. Do you? It just seems really cool, man. It's like this jet cockpit that's on the ground, 
and it goes forever without having to go to a gas station. Yeah, yeah. Now it has a small fuel tank, so the range is about 400 miles, I, th- I believe. Which it could because you know again you're trying to conserve fuel economy. I mm-hmm. think um, I think it's right around three gallons, as a matter of fact. Now mm-hmm. that I think about it, because 170, the range is about 400, somewhere in that range. Yeah. You can probably get more if you drive very efficiently in this thing. Sure. Now, people are going to be hyper miling this thing. Oh, so I'm sure they're going to yeah. get fantastic mileage. Um, it, unbelievable mileage, astronomical mileage, but um, 400 miles is about the range. But that's only because of the small tank. Now, mm-hmm. how long before you think people start modifying that to you know have a bigger tank, have a uh, slightly bigger engine? Um, there, I bet you there are some people right now. There, there's some really uh, mechanically inclined people right now in Germany waiting for that car to come out with their blueprints and their their kits already in hand well who knows maybe the manufacturer is doing that oh, with uh, you know, yeah. a, a sport version in mind you know even better the, uh, yeah here's the uh rt version of this or mm-hmm. whatever the s version of this mm-hmm. that'd be great yeah that's that's yeah very, so so yeah. you think you would uh you'd be one to pick up the the l1 car then most definitely yes sir because this you know i understand why Western Europe would generate a vehicle like this because their gas, uh, the gas prices st- country by country there tend to be higher than gas prices in the U.S. Hmm. So there is a definite demand for a very fuel-efficient vehicle. But that being said, that doesn't mean that I would not benefit from having one in the United States. And, you know, you and I, we live in a metropolitan area. So on our typical day, we don't drive outside of that radius. You know, I I think it would be a good, I think it would be a good choice sometimes. Maybe not for you with road trips. Hmm. Uh, It could be difficult. Well, as far as uh, like luggage space, there's only, they give it in liters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Luggage space, there is a a rear compartment, I guess, that has uh, 50 liters of space which equals 1.8 cubic feet. Ouch. So there's, there's a trunk yeah. that's 1.8 cubic feet. Now, cub, we're saying cubic feet, not square right. feet, but um, I don't know. It, that's not that's not yeah. much. I, I foresee uh, some manufacturer making mm-hmm. um, custom-made luggage that will fit in that compartment, I'm sure. Yeah, and that's that's another thing. There's no – it's a two-seater, and two-seaters do have some obstacles. Mm-hmm. It's a two-seater that's not a sports car. Yeah, this seems like it's a uh, it's a to and from work type car. Yeah, a commuter car. Yeah, definitely. Um, city car, maybe. Yeah. Um, long road trips. Uh, apparently, the seats are designed to be comfortable, and you know they're they're uh, a lot of what we saw in the hypercar cars where they're mm-hmm. very very minimalistic. They don't have padding where they don't need it. Don't need it, and mm-hmm. uh, they're very very thin. But uh, from what they say, they're very comfortable and um, good for long trips. But I, I could. I could kind of see myself driving a long distance yeah. in this. I really could, as long as I could get get away with not hauling a bunch of luggage with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about a giant trailer? You could tell you could tow a giant trailer behind this thing. If it didn't weigh very much, <laughs> right? you couldn't tow anything with it. I There's think no... you might have to leave your collection of bricks at home. Yeah, I know. I know you couldn't pull a trailer with it. But yeah. anyways, that might be a way. That's to, a good uh, point. Yeah, you'd have to have a chase vehicle, another vehicle <laughs> with uh, with your luggage. You could do that. You yeah. could do that. Or if the trailer was light enough, I bet you could get away with it. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it would be really cool to take a long trip in this car mm-hmm. or just drive it around town, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an interesting design, and I, I really like the interior, the way the interior looks because they can do something with a dash that they can't do in a, in a normal car, in a standard car. Um, it kind of wraps around you. Yeah. And uh, that canopy feeling, that's just so cool. To, to be in, oh, it's yeah. Like you're in, it almost would feel like you're in a one-seater, really, a one-seat car. Right. Um, I don't know. I just think you'd feel really cool in a car like this. I got to ask you, I, I guess we're ready to wrap up on this Thank you so much for coming back and breaking down some of this stuff. I think this is a 
pretty exciting vehicle and maybe a few months from now or further in the future after its release if you're okay with it i'd like us just to drop in briefly to get an update on it oh sure yeah i'd talk about the you know the l1 or the one liter car whichever yeah. you want yeah um I, I think it's a fascinating design and I, I i hope to see them here in the united states soon but mm-hmm. i'm not holding my breath well uh you know our listeners probably uh feel the same way a lot of people have asked about these kind of things and we still uh haven't come out with too many cars that are hybrids or that are cars that are almost made for hypermiling like this one but to our listeners there you guys thanks again for lending us an ear what do you think of a one liter car what do you think of a two liter car is it a good idea is it a bad idea or do you have suggestions for a totally different episode that we should do on something fascinating and vehicular if so send us an email at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com for more on this and thousands of other topics visit howstuffworks.com let us know what you think Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.